One, two. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for something very, very special. Got another very special guest in the house tonight. But before I introduce you to him, I need you to do me a favor. Go to the DanVinoDivision.com. That's my YouTube channel. What I need you to do is like, you can do a comment, or you can do a just make sure you hit that bell and subscribe. But right now, I got a unique guy, man. This guy is the Godfather in this city. When it comes down to sketching drawing, this boy got it. He got it, man. I'm telling you, he got it. But this the cat that I learned from right here when it comes down to drawing. When it comes down to, I mean, when it really, uh, you, you have to have that gift, but this guy will teach you how to use the art of your eye that God gave you. And if you got it, this man is good. He's also, he is an author. He's a businessman, entrepreneur. And he has a book out. I need you to go check it out on Amazon. It is the principle and concept of drawing portraits. He didn't say it was facts and concept. He said principle. Because principles are stronger than facts. This guy right here, man, he lived with the facts of life. When he does something, he does it from the heart, and he does it for real, man. That's why he's so unique. And for me, and for him to call me friend, man, I'm telling you something, man, that's a, that's a strong word. So what I had to do was I had to make this title. The title of this, uh, this podcast today is called The Art of a unique friend everybody got a unique friend in their life man so this is mine right here now ron i need you to come over man oh okay I, I, as you can see in the background this guy here does some marvelous work man uh he does it uh uh for big john alabama if you ever go to big john alabama barbecue right there on 40th street you see all this work man this man got his work all down the downtown in the city hall everywhere everybody's calling on it this is the real deal right here okay but i'm so glad i got him as a friend and as my artist and as my uh someone that i can talk to and i want to introduce you to him he has a website right now and it is the um it is the uh the, the, uh, the shade of great you gotta check it out man it's a gallery that he has this man is unique 
I'm telling you, man, one thing I found out about him that I learned from him, you can fire him from a job, but you can't fire this man from his guilt. Because what he did was he tapped into his gift and made more money ever before. He don't work for nobody but God and his gift. I'm telling you, this guy is unique right here, man. But I want to put your hands together right now for my man, Mr. Ron Watson. Boy, I'm proud of you, man. Good evening. What's going on with you, man? This is a perfect song. What's going on? So good, Danny. Loving it, boy. Loving it. My man, what's going on with you, bro? Well, we are. We got so much in here together, brother. From beginning to end. What is it? What has it been? Uh, almost 30 Everything be good for you. You know, somebody asked me the other day. They said, um, I think it might have been my sister, Cheryl Vickers. She said, um, she told me, she said, How you how you met Ron? And I said, God, you know, I'm glad, you know what? You might well sit back then. And sit down. Let me tell you something, man. 1983, you and I back then they call it commercial art. Right, right. And I told her, I said, yeah, well, uh, when I came into the class for the first time, man, and um, I ain't know Ron was a practical joker. <laughs> so I was looking for the instructor. I guess he was running late or something. He told me he was back there in the back room. And uh Ron went back there and did something to this mannequin. And uh, and had her looking like Dracula. He had done put blood on it and everything, man. So when I flicked on the light, man, I was screaming like a twelve-year-old girl. Things scared me so bad, man. I said, "Oh, okay, cool. This is how you introduce yourself." Let me tell you right now, I'm gonna get you back one day. You oh back. boy, you know. And I tell you, man, oh, and, and I finally got him back. It was 2003. When I got him back. <laughs> because I ended up working for Ron at the uh, what's the name of the company? Uh what's, what's um, the name of that company, Ron? Was back working? in the day it was Nutmeg Mills. I, I can't, can't hear you. Where? Can you hear me? Danny. What happened? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. I, I can't hear you, oh, Ron. I, I can hear you. What's going on, Dan? I can hear you. I would. You can't hear me at all. It says the whole says unmuted your mic. How about now? Keep talking, and I can hear you. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Well, for some reason, I can't hear you. Well, anyway, I, let me finish telling the story. Okay. Okay. And um, keep talking. I can hear you. Danny, keep talking. I can hear you. Yeah, you can hear me, but I can't hear you. But anyway, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have to figure this out real quick. I don't know what's going on. I'm not able to hear you. Uh, one, two, three. Yeah.
to the screen. Okay, can you hear me now? I can always hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you. Okay, okay. All right. Sorry about that, man. Sorry about that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, back back to the thing. Uh I'm bothering you. Okay, say something again. I'm bothering you, man. I can hear you. What? <laughs> 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 but you still crazy, man. <laughs> okay, but let me get back to the story, man. Because I remember one day, I, uh, you I, I got off early, and you asked me, "Could I go to your house to uh, <laughs> and you and uh, to let the people in to bring in the refrigerator?" I forgot what it was. So oh. the people, when the people came in, they did the service and everything. And what I did was I thought about how you what you did to me in the beginning. And I set the pill up in the bed and I I I I I put I put the blankets, I made it look like a human body was laying in the bed, and I put you <laughs> I put your work boots at the end. <laughs> I got a baseball bat. I laid it in the bed. I went and got some ketchup out the refrigerator. <laughs> Pulled oh, it over the back. About that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Oh. Man, if YouTube was out back then, man, oh my God, we'd have got thirty million views, oh, man. man. I forgot about that. One. Yeah, man, I I set that thing up, and so when you came into work, oh. you walked by, you walked, you walked by my 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 uh, my office. You looked at me, and you rolled your eyes. <laughs> Roll your eyes. I say, I say, man. Oh man, I remember that. But anyway, so later on, um, you broke down. You we got to talk, and you say, "Hey, man, you know I dialed nine one one." And the police came, <laughs> the police came to the house. Oh. And they drew their gun. Oh man, they drew oh. their gun. Get up, sir. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Oh, and you wouldn't move when they pull the blanket back. They saw you got pranked. They start laughing. <laughs> hey, you know what, Daddy? That's what started, man. Ever since then, how long ago? 20, 30 years ago? And man, that's 37 years ago, man. Well, I, I mean, when I well, uh been knowing you 37, 1983. Yeah, but, but we've been doing it ever since trying to get up on another, right? Oh man, well, oh. we did a little small pranks, but the big prank was when you got me. When you when we met, oh when yeah, I got the one at the end, nah, man. Yeah. It took me all them years, man, to get you back. You had the nerve to give me the key. I can set that dummy up in your bed. <laughs> oh man, that was good. That was oh good. man, you know I um I I tell people all the time, man, that um that there is always that unique friend that um that that that's assigned to us that assigned to us in our life. Because um, according to family and friends, you know, I was always, you know, like black sheep, you know, and I begin to accept that. And I remember sharing that with you. And man, you and you, you, you said, you said, Danny, I don't see that in you. Nope. I, that, I mean, I never heard somebody um, say something opposite to that. You, you see what I'm saying? And oh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, and you and you told me you say, man, let me tell you something, man. You one of the smartest 
persons, one smartest people that I ever met. Right now, not with grades. I guess that you must have was talking about um um uh just I was always a you always saw me as a problem solver. Oh yeah, always, you always saw me as a problem solver. You know, right. I remember that. I remember the time that um uh you brought it to my attention. I think we wanted to um uh you needed to put a post your mailbox post <laughs> in the ground. Yeah, we we didn't have a shovel. You remember that? Oh yeah, you got a water hose. I would have got the water hole and just yeah. stuck it in the ground. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, then, and I just stuck it in the ground until yeah. the dirt just came all up. Yeah. We, and I made the hole deep enough. We stuck it in there. We put right. the cement in there. And then you looked at me and you said, hmm, man, you are a problem solver. Yeah. I always said it from day one. From yeah. day one. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, I, I started um, – uh, I. I started really looking into um I I was heading somewhere. And you know, in order for me to get there, I really had to evaluate my circle. And uh, uh people that um uh that that brought me that real low energy, or if I shared my vision or my idea with you, and it just um uh it, it, it's you you just hindered it, and I realized. Yeah, you know where I'm going. Everybody can't go, you know. But I, but you, man, I um, I I, I just kept you there because um, I I needed that type of energy that you had in your life, you know. You was, yeah, well, you know, again, it was it was mutual, and I think um, looking back on it, we could talk about it then. But when it was in real time, I remember yeah. you said certain things. I didn't I didn't believe I I didn't see you the way that you were saying those things. You know, I right. saw you in a whole different level with it. You still do. Mm -hmm. So anytime you see that sort of stuff, it still it still doesn't click to me. Because right. the brother I met is the same brother that I know now. Right. One of the smartest people that I know, period, across the board. You know, so I never saw the, I never saw what you say other people saw. Right. Never, you know, I, I didn't get that from you at all. At all. Well, I say, I say what other people told me and I accepted it until one day. I met you and you changed that. You changed the thinking. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. And we had we had a full relationship for years. Right. How long right. close to 30 years? Right. Oh, yeah, 37, man. 37 years. 37 my years, yeah, man. You know, I um I tell you what, when I when I met you, the one of the very first things you you taught me, you taught me how to um play chess. And yeah. then when I learned how to play chess, I was I was applying it to life. Then you taught me how to play bike gammon. I love the bike gammon. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, and I always thought that the bike in my mind, I thought the bike gammon was the board was was the universe. It was the world. And I always thought that cup that we shake the dice in. Right. And I always felt like I was the cup. And the reality of life was the dice. Would that dice roll? I had to make good decisions. Well, you know what you just, you know, hold on for a second. I'm going to tell you what you just described, man. Uh -huh. that's, that's, you always talk about a person's gift. And your gift, it's almost like scripture. Scriptures, one of the cool thing about scriptures that I learned from my grandmother right. is that the stories, because she couldn't, she was kind of illiterate. So the stories she get from scriptures allow her to understand the word a lot more. So they had to change it around. 
Right. You that so you could so you could simplify. I shouldn't say simplify, so you can so it comes out for the real story. Right. Right. <clears throat> so when you and I got together, you was always able to look at things and change the language so it's so it was understandable. Right. That was your gift. No matter how um like what we was doing at the beginning of this, you will find a way to look at it to simplify. And when you simplify it, then it makes sense. And most folk can do that. And that's what we would do all the time. But the irony of it is I was able to speak your language immediately because I could recognize what you were doing. Absolutely. I could do that, but I can't do it as good or as fast as you can do it. So when you right. did it, I said, oh, man, that's right. But most times or not, you would do it much faster and you do it consistently. But you never thought it was anything special. No. I, yeah, I thought more, everybody had it. Not like not not to degree what you do it, because I saw it across the board. You know, we, we got 30 plus years. So it's, there are different situations that we were in right. that I used to seek your counsel or you seek my counsel or we be in real time. It could be anything from art, um, for philosophy, uh, playing basketball. It was the same sort of mindset across everything, relationships. Right, right. The whole nine. And that's right. that's uh, that's a gift. And okay. most folk, and you didn't know that. I don't think you knew that. I think you were just doing what you were doing. But uh, from the very beginning, man, our relationship kicked off because we spoke the same language. Right. right. So right. most people they didn't see that, but I recognized it right away. Yeah, I, I didn't see it. I'm gonna tell you what really, what really allowed me to take it to another level was this pandemic that we're going through, and uh -huh. when I, now I'm able to sit back and to really evaluate myself. Because um, uh, when I got laid off last year, I had nothing else to do, okay? But to, but to say, okay, listen, I'm tired of going on somebody's plantation. plantation. <laughs> yes. And, and, yeah, and, and I say, you know what? I got to find what's unique in me that God placed in me. And so because I, it, there was a, a certain scripture that came to me, and it hit me like bricks that a man, that a man, doesn't work or not to eat not a man doesn't not a man that doesn't uh have a job but work and i realized that work is my gift you can you can lay me off or fire a man from his job but but when he when he leave he walks away with that gift that's what we're supposed to make a living on is that gift because if you don't work if you don't gift you ought not to eat it ain't well, say you will not eat, but it say you all not to eat because you need to tap. Everybody has something unique in them that nobody can uh, has a carbon copy of it. You, you, they can't top that. So wow. now as I got to the mature age. Now I realize uh, when somebody tried to, to try to uh, sidetrack me and said, do it like this or do it like that. No, I got to do it like me. And it works for me. It can't, I can't allow it to work for anybody else. But me, I'm using one with you on this one, Danny. And I think you okay. missing. I think you missing something when it comes back to you. Mm -hmm. All that, all that is cool. But the most important thing about you, and, and still to this day, even when we go through this podcast, and every time we see something, you always talk about. Well, I give you the one that you do. You told me uh, when you say that when you go to a restaurant, you and Gloria go to a restaurant, you don't buy any. You want to look on the menu and see something that you didn't have that you want to eat. You know, right. I told you that. Right. Yeah. Of this, the thing that even even as we speak in this, the thing that you always had, no matter how smart a person is, your intellect is only as useful. 
relevant to how hungry you are. Most people are not hungry. We got yeah. we, we, we had a history. You was always hungry. And that was the difference. So a cat can have the same or more of an education be going on, but you will get to a point, get where they are, and exceed them because people stop being hungry. You're probably little, you're probably the cat that are always that I knew from day one, even when you was on lemon, you was always wanting something better. You right. always was hungry for something. It didn't matter if you playing backgammon, playing uh, basketball, art. It was always something better. You was always driven. You was always hungry. And see, I think you're missing that out of the equation. You don't say that, and I imagine the reason why you don't say that is because you're always hungry. That just seemed natural to you. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Uh, right. Most people are not that hungry. Right, right. Yeah, you gotta get hungry, man. Um, but that, that's your that's your default mode, man. You're in that mode 24-7. You're always hungry for something. Man, listen, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I I I, I remember when um um I think I told you this before. I remember when um uh when my daughter Kayla was at the age of eight years old. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she and I and uh she said, Dad, I'm 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 in the um uh, I'm in the uh the chess contest at the recreation center. I said, Really? She said, Yeah. I said, Well, listen, you know you gotta come in first place. She said, Why? I say, Because your last name is Vickers. <laughs> I was just playing. But at the same at the same time, I was living like a winner inside of me. Yeah, but but so so later on throughout life. Through middle school, when she played basketball, through uh, um, uh, high school, she was playing basketball. Through college, she was getting rookie of the year, MVP, and all of this stuff. And it dawned on me. I said, "Kayla, I say, what make you get in the zone like that and play so hard and like you just gotta win?" <laughs> she reminded me of eight years old. She said, "You told me I'm a Vickers. We supposed to come in first. Wow. wow. I was stung with that, man. Then I realized we have to be careful with the words that we tell our kids. Wow. I happened to say the right thing at the right time for her. And throughout her school, all the way uh, through Spelman College, she came out as a winner because she believed that because of her last name, man. Yeah. Because you fed it. And you know what your problem is doing too, Dan, and you don't realize it. Um, you ever heard the adage, what you do speak so loudly, I can't hear what you say. Right. So you probably was telling it all along, not in words, but while she was watching her daddy doing what he was doing. And then when you right. gave it the word, then that just reinforced it. Because right. what you do, going back to our history, is what you do. It's not what you say, what you do. I'm talking specifically, not editorially you. Right. And uh, I'll watch it over the years. And again, that's why I know we keep saying it. That's why the, the friendship lasts so long. Like the tracks, uh, I thought I had a grind, but you was always on the grind, and uh, always, always, they had no fear of it, boy. Right. So, right, right. You can't teach that. Either you have it, either you don't. But you can't teach it. You can recognize it, but you can't teach it. Right, right. Man, what's that story you told me about? You uh, used to uh, you recognize my my budget, how I used to keep my budget and my bills. I, oh, <laughs> I used to keep everything. I, I I forgot about that, man. You were, you brought that to my attention. But you had to have everything laid out. Every time we would do something, <clears throat> we hang out. And again, the re- one of the reasons, uh, the main reason why I was so impressed, because people think I'm kind of anal about things, right? Putting things in line, trying to keep up. 
but you were showing me stuff that I didn't know in terms of how you were handling it. You know, in terms of budgeting it out way before they had a computer or thing that you're trying to line things up. You were you were sectioning off your bills and you put them in a I don't know if it was an envelope or something, but you were sectioning things off out. And what you had to do with your money, that's, man, that's pretty cool. Most people kind of, I don't know what most people do. All I knew is that what you were doing, and I thought I was, I thought I had certain things on lock, but you were showing me something different. But it wasn't that you were showing me, you were just being Danny. And right. that's the thing you was rolling with me. That's the part that was more impressive because I don't know if you thought it was anything different. I, I was watching, and that's why I have all these stories about you because I think I'm doing things. But when I see you do, I said, damn, I didn't think about it like that. Right. But right. I'm this across the board. Right. You, you, you know, I, I think one of one of my gifts was just being organized. I love being neat and organized. I can't yeah. stand something uh, out of place. Yeah. You know, man, I'm telling you something, man. This might sound crazy, man. Do you know <laughs> I would go in a restaurant and I, if I go to the restroom and, and when I wash my hands and I, I see somebody got water all on the counter, man, it bothers me. And I start getting paper towels, cleaning up the, cleaning up the, the counter, picking paper off the floor for yeah. the next person. And I, man, I, I'm like, man, Danny, what are you doing? You don't work here. But even when I go to the gym, when yeah. people don't put the weights back, I do it. Yeah, it, I, I can't work in an area where, uh, uh, things are not properly in order. I got, to, I have to put things in order in order for my mind to, right. to function i i can't I, I cannot function man unless thing is neat and in order I, I i don't i just it's i don't know man maybe maybe something wrong with me i don't know it's no, just, when I, you said that, I remember I, I can't remember exactly what it was but when we used to talk about doing something you had to put everything out and lay it out and i may be talking here sometime but you have to lay it out before you move on it has to make sense to you before you do it. And uh, and then what you, again, going back to what you do, <clears throat> if I said it a certain way, and then you, you look and you say something, you say, oh, you mean this, this, and this. Right. And you're able to paraphrase, but you are simplified and make it more clear for me right. to understand it. Right. And I knew that you were good at that. In order to, to do that, you had to be a good listener. Now, the only thing that you were not... Uh, when you just get spanked when you just play backgammon, that's the only thing that you probably can probably too well. But other than that, you're killing the game. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. Um, yeah, back to that backgammon, man. Uh, it that really enhanced our way of thinking because oh, when yeah. you, when you when I thought I was in a jam, and <laughs> let me tell you something, man. Uh, the worst thing I ever wanted was a roll of one two. <laughs> you don't get moved. You don't get to move where you need to go at. But sometime that one, two will put your butt back on that bar and start over. You know? And then sometimes uh I want them double sixes so that way you can take four minutes and 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 get them around fast. But sometimes you would have the sixes blocked. Then I have to sit back and take another oh lap. man. Life lessons, huh? My God, man. But I'm going to tell you what really makes it life lessons when back in the days when we was putting money on that table. Oh, boy. Come on, man. Nobody wants to lose money. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you, you get the thinking out the box. You get to think before you move real quick. 
I really do believe that everybody should get in some type of board game that deals with the reality of life. It really, it, it really would help you yep. with, with your critical thinking in life. Absolutely. You know, Monopoly, checkers, chess, right. I don't care what it is. You, you, you just want to take your thinking and, and keep it, especially if you don't want to lose. And you know, you know what your, your, your biggest gift, your biggest gift, it was compromise on the back end. And you know what that was? Can I just that? Put it is that you, you know that you know that you know that you won't give up. You, you, oh. you, you believe in yourself 100%, right? Yeah, man. So yeah, man. Your, your confidence is off the chain. Yeah. What I had to do, it had a little to do with the moves. I had to get in your break your head from time to time and do all crazy stuff. And because you won't move, it doesn't make any sense. You you learn later on. I used right. to talk with you and say all sorts of crazy things. And after a while, a couple of times you start believing the crazy stuff. And I kind of threw you off a little bit because yeah. it looked like it was luck. And most time it was luck. But I knew the only way I had to whoop you is I had to had to break you out of being so confident. Your right. game is that you're confident. You what you call you're a winner. So right. I had to play you like I don't see you as a winner. I knew you were a winner. Right. Are a winner, but I used to talk so much of trash to throw right. you off and sometimes I would rattle you because you can understand it. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um <clears throat> it was a mind game. Of so, course. That's the yeah. game. Mind yeah. game. You know, there were there was always greater basketball players than Michael Jordan, but they said Michael knew how to right. get in their head. Yeah. yeah. You got to know how to get in somebody. You got to get in the opponent's head. Make If you can make a lion feel like a sheep, you can conquer him. Yep. You and know if who? you can make a sheep feel like a lion, you finna win this battle. Absolutely. And then you brought that up, man, that those winners in playing ball, the other bad boy in terms of trash talk, he was talking the same thing you bring it up. It was Larry Bird. They say he was a big, him and Michael Jordan were the biggest trash talkers out there, just getting people ahead. Right. Yeah, right. And you still do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You still do that. But, but it's it's been it's been actually uh it's it's been uh anointed and it's been changed and um of course. Uh, and I use it in a way to 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 change people's lives or to win souls with it. Right. But it's still right. it's still in a uh I, I'm still me. My, yes. I still have my same character, I still sell my have my same humor, but now it's up under construction because I was out of control one time, man. You know, I'm, 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 I'm just getting better. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now, boy, I had to catch myself, man, because my kids, they say I have no filter and that's just always been me, you know, and, and now I have to really monitor myself because sometimes uh, everybody is not really ready for the truth. So you have to find a unique way and to explain it or telling it to them in a parable, you know, right. or, 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 or some type of story. And, 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 and I found a unique way that I can I could uh, criticize you in a comical way and make you laugh at it. And then you can accept it. Right. And I think you, you find a way to um, be it so from a different perspective where people will be they have to think about it. A little bit. You got me with that a couple of times. 
And that's how, that's how I became a fan of yours. You would say something, and I have to think about it. And I said, oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. And I think once you do that to folks like you do well, then you bring them on your side because right. you have a different perspective. And as much um, conversation we had, had over the years, you've been able to do that 90% of the time. Right. I right. think I'm a smart guy. Right. You are smarter with bringing up things. And the reason what makes me smart when I'm dealing with when you and I are talking, because I'm listening to you and I'm asking you questions about things. And I'm always amazed how you bring the little parable to make something make sense. And that, to me, is why one of the reasons why our relationship lasted over 30 years. Right. Absolutely. You, you was always pulling me to stretch me out. And uh, I was always impressed with it. Right. Always. Right. You know, um, <clears throat> one thing I can say um, is that um, uh, you and I was on the opposite side of a pyramid. And you was cl we was climbing on different sides. But you always had confidence that I'll see you again when you get to the top. And um, we may go a long period of time without talking with each other. It's, that's no grudge. You know, it's not, it's not personal. Yes. You got, people, you got people, man, that sometimes I need to take a break. Mm -hmm. I need to just steal away, go in a, 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 a desert by myself. I need to just get away and collect my thoughts and, and, and examine who I am. I need God to help me with, with my identity. Okay. And sometimes you guys got to get away. But there are some people when they don't hear from you, oh, uh, you ain't called me, they start taking it personal. And then what I, oh, uh, and then I find out is that when I became, when I learned how to get over people and don't focus on that, just focus on where I'm going and what I'm trying to do, man, I'm telling you, man, I, I, I got a breakthrough. I got a breakthrough with that because now is now now I begin to show God that I'm for real. Now what's my assignment and give me my instruction in my order. That's powerful. And I'm listening to you to you when you stand that I'm what's going through my mind. Danny, we didn't call it a ministry, but you always been a ministry speaking the word. You remember those type of conversations that we used to have. Right. We used to joke and laugh about things. But you always have a ministry. You just it would just a different type of ministry. Ministry meaning that you was the, the word that you're speaking out and what you're talking, that was an integral part of our conversation. Right. And everything that we did about so, you know, we were joking, pretty practical jokes, but at the end, it was always trying to get for, to be better, to understand and continue to be better at whatever we were doing. Right, right. You know? Right. Yeah. And we did. We did get to that point, with, but that was part of the game. I think the thing that looks odd to most people Mm -hmm. They assume going back to you, if you if they saw you as joking and kidding, what you used to say back in the day, although both you and I are the same with that, mm -hmm. but I never saw you. I saw you and I being more the same. Well, people thought we were different, but I never thought we were different. Right. No, you, you, know, you know what? I, I I just thought about something. I mean, we was at work, and the leadership that you had at the uh, company was, uh, you gave all of your managers with your money. You gave all of your lead and all of your managers uh, leadership books. And this is the first time I ever heard of this guy called John Maxwell. Right, right. That it, was, it was like in 2003. You, because you was in that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm studying you. 
because mm-hmm. you were a leader and you was raising up leaders. So you would buy them books and and then you, I guess you guys would discuss the books or something like that. But you was right. trying to shopping them in the leadership. Right. You, you didn't get me a book. And so I said, okay, cool. <clears throat> so, um, but I wasn't in management. I wasn't in the leadership. Group, right. But I, I wanted that book. But I noticed one of the managers at the company wouldn't pick that book up and read it. I studied that. It was collecting dust. John Maxwell book. Yep. Leadership. Yeah. So I stole it. <laughs> and, and, and he didn't miss it. I start feeding and learning from it and quoting stuff from it. And and uh and you said, Oh, so you got the John Maxwell book, huh? I said, Yeah, I told I took it from I forgot his name. I took it from him. He said, You know what? I knew you was gonna find a way to get that book. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you say that's why I didn't give it to you. Because I knew how hungry you were. Yeah. And Danny, there's two things what we what you were talking about way back then and right now. There's two skill sets that's transferable across any industry, across any profession. And if you have those these two things, you'll be successful in, in those things. One of them is passion about what it is and a work ethic. Right. And you are passionate about those things because if you're not passionate, you can't learn about other stuff. You didn't reinvent it yourself and kept expanding and growing because it was a passion to get from one point to another point, leave out from this house, get this car, all that sort of thing. When you got passion and you and you're not lazy or work ethic, it's a whole different game. Most folks don't have enough passion to get to where they want to go. And we've been we've been watching each other for years, and that those are things that we we have um, we're like brotherhood. We both we joke, we play hard, and we work hard, and we're accountable for what we need to do. And right. the faith is always strong, always. You know, right. absolutely, absolutely, man. Yeah, man. I uh, I I I. Always, uh, we we fed off each other, um, energy. Man. Yes, yes. You, you was unique in your way, and, and I was unique in my way. Yes, uh, but never, but never criticize each other. Though we just roll. No, absolutely not. Absolutely, we didn't judge each other anything, man. You know, we, so we well because we pretty much had similar faults. <laughs> just said in a different way. Hey man, look at we were struggling with the same thing, boy. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, wow, yes. man. Yeah, yeah. What's cool about about the game back then? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, afterwards, I would I would find things out that you share with me, but I never knew when you were in a funk. Never knew until afterwards. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Oftentimes, people being a you know wall or something, and they're uh, watch me or uh, start to trip or get discouraged. I never seen you discouraged. I know one story that you told me before. The only time, the only time. Oh boy, oh boy, clean it up. No, no, no. This is this is, this is real quick. Right. And, and you got so mad. With you know me. you can't tell everything now. Come no, on. Now. No, no, no. This is this all right. is all right. This is all right. <laughs> I was laughing so hard about it, man. You got you got hot and you left the house, man, and said, "Forget you, Ron." Left, got walked off the porch and went home. Uh-huh. You came over to the house. I think um, uh, Denzel was with you. So come over to the house, and you were serious about something, man. I'm saying, what's up, man? He said, man, you were shaking your head. <laughs> he, said, he, said, 
You said y'all was young Denzel was out fishing. And oh yeah, 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 you bad. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Maybe you can do it. And um, you had to, you you know you couldn't swim, but your 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 baby boy was in the water, and you yeah, died. Four years old at the time. Yeah, man. yeah, you jumped you in the fishing. Cause you you couldn't swim, you know you're scared, so you jumped in the water, and you had to grab Denzel, throw him back on the shore. Right, and, right. And, and you said you started screaming. You just knew you was gone, and you heard a voice in the background. <laughs> yeah, I had this white this white man say, <laughs> "Let me let me tell you, man, you gonna mess this up, boy." It's <laughs> what happened, man. It's still funny. Me and, my son, me and my son were fishing on the banks, <laughs> and and I I had threw his line out there, so uh, now I'm getting myself set up, and so now when I go down to pick up my pole, I heard some go splash. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Oh. So I jump in the water because I saw his hat floating. I said, man, I can't go home with no hat. I gotta get this. I gotta get I got man, man, I gotta get this. I gotta get this boy out this water, man. And I can't swim. Man, oh. I jumped in the water, man, to go in there and get him. And somehow I had Hercules strength. When I grabbed his arm, I slung him out the water on, on onto the banks. And the next thing I know. I'm 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 on the water. Blah, 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 blah. I'm slipping and blah, 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 blah. I'm about to drown. Man, I, I kid you not, man. I heard this white boy say it. This is what he told me. He said, he said, stand up, N-word. I heard that on the water. And I and I obeyed what he said. And I stood up, man, and that water was at my knees. Man, I but you know I wasn't even mad. I wasn't even mad at him calling me that. And but that's my life that day. But wait a minute, here's the other part. You told me the story, right? You came over the house. You told me the story. I was dying, man. I was dying. You was looking at me. You got so hot with me. You walked off because you didn't think it was funny. You you said you said, man, this was serious. But you told the story. I could not stop laughing. You got Denzel. You just got in your car and drove off, man. I was still laughing there. You didn't like yeah. it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I yeah, man. That, that, that went that went that went cool. When oh. I don't know what he was doing, man. He I guess he the wave must have must have hypnosed him or something. Oh. Yeah, he, still, you're still not laughing. That was a, that was that was really funny, boy. That yeah. was a fair point. Yeah, well, I tell you what though, him and I we we learned how to swim. Well, I be honest with you, Denzel know how to swim, but uh I, I don't I know how to swim underwater, but I never <laughs> learned how to swim on top. So if I ever, when I go to the pool, I can swim underwater, but I make sure I stay in uh, five feet and three feet so I can stand up like, like my instructor told me. Oh, man, that's too funny for him. Yeah. I can't funny. swim on top, but I can swim under. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, listen, man. What no. I want to do, uh, uh, let's get right to it, man. I want to kind of wrap it up, man. But um, I tell you, man, you you always um you always been a... a an entrepreneur guy, man. You you just you know how to um um make a make a living with your gift, man. Um uh with this um this principle and concept of your drawing portrait, man. This book you got out, man. Us a lot of people reach out and tell me, man, that how it enhanced them, how it how it has taught them so much, man, in this book, man. Um, and I know I read a couple of um uh, 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 chapters, man, and um you got a you got a unique way 
of uh, breaking it down to people, man, you know, to how to be a great artist in, uh, uh, in, in drawing, you know. Uh, uh, so um, I just want to just share with everybody, man, this, uh, if you really want to be an artist, if you, if you feel like this is something that you see in your, uh, your kids, a family member or a friend that you want to get them uh, as a gift. Uh, this book is an easy, simple read. I mean, just all you got to do is follow the instructions, man. Well, let me, say this. Let me say this regarding the book, Danny. Thank you for saying it. But the book is based on what we do, again, and it's going back in terms of um, back in the day, and even now when we talk, you use the term gift, right? But mm -hmm. we know the gift the gift doesn't mean anything if there's no work behind it. And right. then the work behind it, do you have to understand what you're doing and why you're doing it? And that's going back to you and, and other people, but particularly you. I know that once you know what to do, how to do it, and you're motivated to do it, then everything is good to go. It's the same thing with drawing portraits. People think they would say things like, uh, I'm gifted or I'm blessed or that sort of stuff. No, I'm, I'm, no, I understand the principle. I know in order to make something look this way, then you know you have to do something else to make that thing happen. It's the cause and effect. And that's with everything. Um, you do that well across life, but it's the same thing I just worked on in terms of art. Oftentimes when people give me compliments, um, it's not that, it's the same sort of thing that anyone goes through the steps of learning anything else. And, um, and that's what I did with the book. They say, how do you make something look wrong? How do you make something like you're standing out? And there are steps by steps to how you do it. And it's simple. And once you start, it's almost like dancing. I know that back in the day, you used to dance a lot. But once you learn the step, and then you can start doing your steps, and you probably can exaggerate and add some more dips and the twist when what's going on. Right, and right. In my book, it's just talking about principles. If you want something dark, you press harder. If you want it light, you release the pressure of the pencil. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to simplify to make a point. Right. But yeah, that's what happens with the book. And, and to you, again, going back in terms of our history, um, going back in ter terms of having faith, you know, we was passionate about what we did. So right. you watched me go, again, 30 plus years. So you watched me get out in the military, right. go to school, and start getting on the ground in terms of art. Right. And, and here I am. Right. But it was, it's no different than what you do when we talk. Man, we, we have the same sort of grind, meaning that thing, that passion, that sort of work ethic, that sort of drive in terms of want to be better than what we were before. Right. But at the same time, doing that thing that we love. Right, right. You know, one of my one of my first entrepreneur jobs was when I tapped into it with my in a mindset was I used to go to Goodwill in the thrift store and I would take a picture of uh, a entertainment center or, or a dining set or a, a chest and I'm just different things. And sure. then, yeah, and I would and I would put it on Craigslist. Craigslist was out like then. I'll put it on Craigslist, and um, now let's say the entertainment center might have was, may have been forty five dollars, but what I do is I put it on Craigslist for ninety five dollars. Oh wow! Wow! And then people will call me and say, "Is it? Do I still have it?" And so I don't have it on me, so I went to Goodwill to make sure it was still there. Right, right. And I would tell them, yes, I still have it while I'm while I'm in the store. And they say, well, we won't give you uh, no $95 for it. We will give you 80 I say, give me your address and I'll bring it to you. 
dollars for it. And now when I get with the manager, I will negotiate that price with him. And sometimes he'll bring it down to $35 or $30. Yep. You know, it's just it's just that it's an entrepreneur mindset that we had, man. You know, you know, it's just I don't know. It's just thinking outside the box. But you still the secret sauce. The secret sauce is what we what what you demonstrate often, but you never said, Danny. It's passion. Even when we talk about whatever we talk about, you're you're the sound of your voice to go up because you're passionate about whatever that thing is. It could be it could be doing a joke, it could be playing backgammon, it could be playing ball, it could be having a topic of discussion about whatever. But when you when we talk, you are passionate about that particular thing. And when you have that passion, it creates other things with, with, within our conversation. So what happened with, over the years with you and I is that we have those conversations, they go like this. But I know we know that we when we talk, we get passionate about that thing. And right. we understand it, uh, and then we'll move on to joke and kid. But most folk are not like that. They uh, not be critical, but I'm saying that's what caused our relationship to last so long. Uh, being passionate, being driven, and never lazy. We were, you yeah. talking about jobs, man? We've been working all our lives about things. We've right. never been unemployed about whatever we had to do. We right. we found a way to have money in our pocket always. Right. Yeah, always. I I don't I don't think what I I, I just. It just never was for me to be on somebody's job 20, 30, 40 years. I, no. I, I just, I, that, that just wasn't me. And then retire and get a pension and, and, no. and, and, and I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I, I, had, I, had, to, I had to find me another, you, I had to find me another way to make, make some money, man. I, you I, I, I you were talking about that way back there, Danny. Huh? Do yeah. You know, I, that conversation that you're saying right now, that's me, yeah. Yep. That is what, when we first met, you always had that sort of conversation going on way back then. Yeah. Way yeah. Back then. yeah I, me and your mindset was always like Kuta Kinti. We got to leave this plantation. <laughs> hey, you ready, man? We got to go. I'm sorry. I can't stay here. You know, you want to oh, talk to me man. any kind of way, too? Oh. I'm a grown man and you calling me boy? Oh, I got to get up out of here. Right. I got to right. go. I gotta and go. I gotta find knew. another way to survive. Well, I always knew you could find another one. Yeah, find another way, man. You know. Yeah. But listen, man. Um, I'll, I'll, if you can, um, if if you can just talk about um, uh, uh, your website. You know what is that you're doing? Um, uh, I got people to ask people uh, hitting me up now and asking me, um, uh, uh, how how can they get in touch with you for a portrait drawing, a family portrait? You know, um. They want to see your website. Or how can they get in touch with you? Well, my website, the address is uh, Ron Watson Drawings. That's kind of ronwatsondrawings.com. <clears throat> and um, it has all the information in terms of my artwork, if you want portraits and, um, uh, or prints. Um, my studio is in Ybor City. I'm right on 7th Avenue, right between 15 and 16 on 7th Avenue. And I open the doors up usually around three o'clock or so. <clears throat> so I got most of my work that I have to do during the morning time. Uh, on the weekends, I'm open a little longer hours. Right. Uh, so where you can find me, it, again, you can go on the website, but you can come to the studio and you can see different things that you can pick up what I have. Uh, I'm trying to think of, he was asking a question about, about the artwork. Right. The artwork that I've been doing over the years, again, Danny, you know what we're talking about. So um, 
the artwork that I have in here, most of it is reflecting of, of, of how I was brought up. And this is going back to you and I, Danny. It has a religious overtone to it. Some of the artwork that you see behind me, right? this is going to be a trilogy. It's going to be three pictures telling the story. Mm -hmm. uh, let me digress for a second. One of the reasons why I feel the way I feel, and still going back to you and I, mm -hmm. um, my grandmother had a huge influence, and everything was about scripture. Everything was about the church. Right, right. So as I got older and started doing my artwork, my, all of my artwork, and 90% of it is reflecting of stories from scriptures or the perspective that my grandmother used to talk to me about. Well, anyway, <clears throat> this is going to be, this is when uh, Christ was in the garden praying before he getting ready to be crucified. This one here is when you're actually being marched to the, the gallows. Mm -hmm. the, the third one is going to be resurrection. <clears throat> so this it's going to be a collection of these. There's going to be three of them. So that I'm going to market it or to sell it so people can have the whole true story. Not just when he's praying, not just when he's going to be um, uh, to be crucified and not on the cross, but where he's resurrected, um, coming back. And I, all of my work, I, I, say I should say all of it, 90% of my work in the studio has that sort of flavor within it. You, you brought up portraits. You know, I've been doing that forever. Uh, the stuff that I do now is coming purely from my spirit. Uh, it's what's on our heart. And that, again, that's the foundation between you and I. We could joke and kid about everything else, but at the end of the day, it comes back down to to the teachings of Christ. It's, uh, right, right. Uh, the scriptures, and uh, that's that's on that's that's always been the case. In my artwork, most of my artwork, if you came into the studio and uh, look around, it has. By far, 90% of my artwork is that. The portraits I do, that's one story, but artwork that I feel in my mm -hmm. spirit, right, like this, that's what I do. You know, and that, that as you're talking, uh, it reminds me when God said, I order your steps. So there's something inside of us that tell us what's, what to do next. It's giving us the next step. And when we follow those steps, man, I'm telling you, man, I've seen those clothes and I've seen them open right i mean just soon as it closed sometimes before i can hear it go slam that first door already opened up the next door it opens up and and what and then what it is is that you and what we do is what makes us so, uh, so successful is we acknowledge the source where it comes from across everything yes you know, let, me, let me bother you a little bit here we believe in it so you know, we believe in it so much in terms of, of the word. We have no fear. You know, when you say, do I game type thing, you know? And uh, and I say, okay, let me do this because I know that I'm, I'm asking for it and I need this when I do my backgammon. And that's what we do. Right. The faith is so, so strong is that we know that we know that we don't. And we've been walking, so it's transferred to all aspects of our life. And as much as we joke and kid around, we know that's the cornerstone in terms of what we do. Who, who going back into the art world, man, you know, way back in the day when I left the military, this is when we was in school. This is what I had left the military to do. And I haven't looked back since then. I know, man. You know what? What I what I what I love about you is that I saw you fail so many times. Oh, yeah. You're doing and you lost, man, you lost houses, cars, yeah. man. I, I, I noticed when you fall, you fall on your back. But I, I realized if you can look up, you could get up and you kept 
getting up, but you kept learning through your failures. Man. Absolutely. You kept Absolutely. learning from them, man. And I and, and I realized you it's okay to fail because failing is a is is the educational part, you know, Absolutely. what to do and what not to do. But you know that. You know yeah. that. That's yeah. why we have this conversation about it. And even when those times are of cyclical, up and down, up and down, uh, we still had the same attitude. Mm -hmm. I don't think you ever we ever ran across each other when we were feeling um, feeling a certain way about things. To your point, we always knew that we'd just get up, brush our stuff off, and keep it moving. And here we are. You know, right. here we are. And yeah. uh, that's that just the way it was. Yeah. But again, when we were having our conversation, and we're saying this now, but I don't think we thought that was special when we, you and I was talking. We just thought that just what we had to do. We wasn't feeling sorry for each other or this thing or that thing, but we just thought that's just how it worked. Right. And it pressing forward with it. Absolutely. Yeah. But you're, you're much better at explaining that than most people. And I think that's your gift, going back in terms of being able to put things and change in different words. And, um, so you can understand it. And oftentimes we used to talk in the past, I may be confused about something and you have flipped the script and been able to say it in a different way. I said, oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Once yeah, make it makes it simple. Sense, I make it simple. Yeah. Make it yeah. simple. When you, comprehend. you know why? Because I'm simple. And I, I, uh, I'm, I'm visual and I'm simple. So, so when you're trying to tell me something and, and, and using all these big old words and everything, I'm, hey, well, what what that word mean? So you got to make it simple for me, because if you don't, I'm if I'm interesting, I I if I'm interesting, I will ask you. I'm going to ask these questions. You got to back up. Stop talking so fast. Let me ask something to that. Uh, I won't say simple. I don't think anything's simple about you. I think you were able to. I watch you over the years, and we watch each other over the years. You were able to change your, the, the topic of this. You were able to change the game based on your audience. Because you and I talk a certain way. We used to play ball sometime. I see how you talk different when we playing ball on the courts. You know, but we're in a different we was in at VF. The conversation, your tone is always adjusted based on the audience. That is what you're good for. So you're saying keep it simple. I think you pay attention in terms of who, who you're talking to and my you, environment. Right. And you adjust it with that. That's a gift. Yeah. That's, yeah. A gift. That's one of the things I taught I used to teach uh uh, uh Kayla. I say one of the key one of the key things of gifts, one one of the key one of the key things of wisdom is knowing the difference. That's right. You got to know that you if you can know the difference of your atmosphere, who's around you, or uh, or uh, who's in your circle, who should be in, who should be out, man, you got to know if are uh, you at a funeral or a wedding, right? You need to know the you need to know the difference. That's yeah. a key yeah. because. That good. I'm sorry. Yeah, because one thing, if I walked in the club and back in the days and it didn't look right, and, and I'm I'm seeing people rolling their eyes, man, I'm out before the shooting start. Because <laughs> I always knew the difference. <laughs> you know, I uh, mean, come on, man. I wasn't finna get trapped up and caught up by all this arguing and stuff. I'm not finna be riding that type of unit. Let, let, let me see, let me tell you the other thing though, with, with you that I observed. Uh, and I'm similar because game recognized game in the context, right. not in terms of trying to get over, is that there's um, nothing random and arbitrary about what what you do. We relate to that when we're talking, 
if you're doing something, I want to know why you're doing it. I don't think you just do something random and just off the top of your head. And I'm the same. Nothing's random and arbitrary. Something, if I'm doing this, 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 and people who know me, but they don't know me like that, I'm always doing it for a particular reason. It's nothing random and arbitrary that I'm doing. And I'm saying that because I can recognize what you do over the years. And when you do that, people may visualize you as some other thing, but you're always on your grind. Whatever your grind may be, we know there's a plan, there's right. a strategy, there's a path that you're going from one point to the other. Right. And again, um, all this thing that we bring it up in terms of everything, this is indicative of why our relationship has lasted over 30 plus years. And I'm going to just casual, uh, boys, we're still as close. We cannot see each other for a while. We right. still just pick up like we talked yesterday. And that's simply because um, of the relationship and we're so like-minded about what we're doing. You're the only other other than other than my son, the only person that I know that we are we, are, we have that much of understanding about what we're talking right. about, whatever it is. Right. You know, it doesn't matter. Here, but also too, this was this what I uh, this is what I love about our friendship is that if we sit down and play chess and buy gammon, you ain't my friend. <laughs> you can lose. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to feel sorry for you. Oh, no, man. You on the opposite side. Oh. I'm, I'm going to remind you I rule in oh. everything we do on this game. I'm going to win. I got. I have to win. What do we Why? call it? My last name, Vickers. That's right. We call it black <laughs> down for blood. That's it, man. Oh, That's man, you're so right. Yeah. No, 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 no prisoners, no hostages. Oh, man. Oh, oh my man. goodness. That's to take all your money and then you tell me, could you borrow $20? Is you crazy? You're going to feel this. No, you can't borrow nothing. You won't be You won't be eating this week. Not this week. Not this week. I'm sorry, bro. You're going to feel this. I remember one time you told me, you say, man, you will beat me so bad, I often to give up the game. <laughs> I've never... I've... <laughs> oh. You say you're going to stop playing. Oh man, that was humbling, man. That was a humbling time, boy, because it had little to do with the money and more to do with your, with your, your, your attitude, your reputation. They right. Down. And the worst thing about it was to talk trash the whole time. Oh my God, man! I, I was trying to get in your head. I don't did everything in my, <laughs> I did everything in my vocabulary, in my mind. I done just to throw you off. Oh man. And, uh, you did the same thing, man. But um. We'll, we'll, we some, somehow we just didn't, we just wouldn't let it bother us. No, no, but you know the cool thing about it? Stay focused. That's what we did. We stay focused. Stay focused. That's, that's why I'm going to say to you. Because yeah. all of that, um, it never got in the way of other stuff and it allows us to keep advancing and yeah. accomplishing whatever path we was going through. That's a good thing. Right. Because right. Still, it still didn't come as a distraction to anything else. In fact, in between the games, the conversation that we had, the bonding and and that whole thing, other stuff was going on at the same time. Right. And uh, that's the best thing that could have happened. Yeah. It was, it was, it was for honestly, brother, it was a, some of the best time in my life that was going through the whole thing. And that lasts for what, a good 10 years or so? Yeah. Yeah. You, what we, you and I realized is that the most powerful weapon that we had, and we had to use it, and it was our mind. Yeah. If yeah. Don't, you got to. Keep your mind under control. Right. Don't worry about why they're not speaking to you. 
Don't worry about why they not. Don't worry about all that. You stay focused. Keep that mind sharp, man. Amen. You got, if you aiming at something, listen, what we used to always say back then, aim for the moon. But yeah. in case we miss, at least we'll be above the stars. We said that for years, man. Yeah. And that's when we aim for something, we going at it. We going at it. You yeah. Know, different mindset now with, with these young, with this millennium band, but but uh you know what I tell you what, bro. Uh in my circle, oh I, I, I think you might be the only baby boomer. Everything around me is millennials. Why? Because they they think CEO, they they technology, they they help me to uh, uh how to really understand and comprehend the uh uh the computer system. Uh uh they they they, they can teach me. You know, right. and they, they, in a in a simple way, they and they don't mind. Right. I I'm, I keep them around me, man, to enhance me because I need to I need to have a millennium mind, not a baby boom. Now, when it comes down to wisdom, I'm there for them on that. A rose, a rose by any other name. That technology, man. They in my life for that. Well, I was getting ready to say. Uh, you know, say a rose or still rose, regardless of what you call it, still a rose, right? Mm -hmm. So, to me, baby boomers or millenniums or Gen X and all that sort of thing, mm -hmm. to me, you were, you or we, we were. It didn't matter where the the source is coming from. You just knew that you had to get some other, go to that next step. What it was, and I think sometimes with us, the boomers, we um, if we talk about the other generation, we tend to have this condescending attitude about them and we won't, we won't elevate them. I know that you, I've seen over the years, you ask anybody questions and you're trying to figure out what it is and you, you're constantly running that sort of, um, it's not game, your personality. People, right. people think, people, this is my opinion. I think people see you as a jokester or joking all the time. Right. Um, as much as we're laughing right now, we know that when we're talking, we're talking serious business all the time. Right. They, they, people outside of us, they see us joking and kidding right now. We joke and kid, but we will always talk about business, mm -hmm. trying to get from point A to point B without dogging anybody out, but trying to understand it. And I think um, I think the boomers, we um, we stop moving. We stop asking questions because we think we have arrived, but we've been on the grind for a minute with certain things. And not afraid to, to fail. Right. You're an example of that, Danny. Right. Well, I appreciate that, man. And um, iron shopping iron. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right, boy. That's right. And I appreciate you, though, man. I'm um, I'm gonna go ahead on and wrap this up, man. And um, but uh, you know, is there anything? How how can people get in touch with your uh, with your how to um, uh, they can order your book and oh, um, and, and the coolest thing to do is. Um, I may start up doing workshops for a while to start doing drawing classes there. People are nice in the mouth. Okay, okay. So um uh ronwatsondrawings.com. Uh, my address is fifteen twenty-one uh East Seventh Avenue. I'm here usually after three o'clock. Well, I'm open after that time. Usually I'm drawing early in the morning. Mm -hmm. and, and um come by and take a look on the weekends and see what we got. Should and they call you first before they come by or make an appointment? How should they do that? No, it's uh, sometime I, I'm upstairs. 
Uh-huh. And uh, sometimes I have to do a lock downstairs. But so if they came in, they could call. But I'm usually, like I said, I, I, I'm working, I mean, creating things so I can stay focused on what I'm doing. And um, when I'm open up for clients to come in, it's usually after 3.30 to come in to the studio or on the weekend. I'm here uh, from 12 o'clock on. Uh, somebody said that they want to bring in uh, their classroom. Are you, is uh, you able to hold at least 15 students? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. So and again, is- I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just, just, uh, hey, guys, just give them. Oh, uh, you want to put your phone number out there, or, or what? How yeah, you want to do that? You know my number. Oh, wow. so then, I just hit two on my phone, and it it dial up. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know about hard. No. Wait, what is eight one three? Uh huh. Um, two three eight one three. You don't even know it. Got on you the two three one. Oh man, it's not cool. What is my name? Eight one three two three one. Two three one three three zero two. Okay. Eight one three two three one three three zero two. Well, what happened to five 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 ninety three eleven? That's what. That's what other folk. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it was a pleasure having you on, man. You know, but uh, we gonna we gonna we gonna go ahead on the end. Hey y'all. Again, man, Mr. Ron, I'm man. He's the godfather of, of stretch and drawings, man. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all give my boy a shout out. Holler at me. Thanks, Ron. All right, Danny. Take care, brother. Uh, you too, man.